I'm not on an ego trip. I am nothing, yes I am, on my own. I've made mistakes. I've often failed, just common flesh and bone. But you see the world Just what I say I'm not a special kind But when he was on the cross I was on his mind Do I have a witness here this morning? The look of love was on his face There was thorn upon his head Blood flowed from his scarlet robe It was stained crimson red And though his face on that crowd yet he looked ahead in time for when he was on the cross hallelujah I was on his mind and this was the reason why it's because he one more time for the evangelist. What a blessed surprise this morning to have my great friend here, Basil. I'm always blessed to have him here. You're not going to just go away with singing one song. 
So as soon as I'm done, we're just rearranging the services this morning. I have to be uh, at Pastor Inza's few, uh, memorial service, my friend who passed on last week. And uh, so I'm doing the first service. And as soon as I leave, then Brother Basil will continue to minister to all of you. Isn't that wonderful? Wow, it's wonderful to have friends in the ministry. And uh, friends that's not just friends for a short while. Friends that's friends for long. Amen. Hallelujah. So first of all, welcome to all of you. It's the first time I actually have a chance to see. Who's here for the first time? I saw Randall them at the back. Is it your first time in lockdown? Let's welcome the first timers. And those ladies there. Wow. Is there anybody else that's new? Sometimes I invite people and then I never see if they come because this mask thing. It makes that I can't really identify your faces. But you are welcome. It's rather safe here because you can see you are sitting far from somebody else. And uh, we have officers, police. What did they call it in Ghana? Something, uh, something police. Angel police. We have the angel police here that make sure that you don't come too close to someone. Or even if you should have a disease, uh, God forbid, but you won't affect others the way we are organized. As they come with your sickness, and can they come with your sickness? But they, they have no money and tasni of anstiakni. Ah, how you sickness for yourself in the name of the Yara? What a blessing! We do have uh, challenges in that. Which is much bigger than the number that we can take here and I know it's a problem and uh, even telling people to stream live on Facebook I don't think the government realizes how the country is has a very large poor population people can't afford even data amen but as you learn the principles of the word of God you will be able to afford many things in life armuda as the deal for your living, poverty will not be associated with you for long. If you obey the word of the Lord, Amen. So I'm blessed, and um, we are continuing our little wonderful teaching we started some time ago on the blessing. Oftentimes, I, I have so much to say to you, and so many sermons we can preach. But I realize we can't run away from this thing because if there's one thing you can fight for in your whole life is to be blessed by God. And that will make all the difference in your life. You can have connections, you can have family, you can have friends, but the one that has the blessing, he's got more than you can ever have. Because it does not matter where you put that person, it does not matter what circumstances the person go into. The fact that he has something on him that's divine, that's the blessing of God. He can survive in the most adverse circumstances. Hallelujah. So you must fight for the blessing. This is our whole series, fighting for the blessing. We realize that Jacob and Esau did not fight over the cattle. They didn't fight over money. They actually fought for the blessing. They knew something that we maybe don't know today, that if you can have a blessing, ah, you can't be put down wherever you go. You can go to the prison. You'll be blessed. You'll be favored there. They will make you the head of the prisoners. 
Yes. Die leier van die 28s. That's the type of blessing that will be on you. And that happened to Joseph. Remember? Wherever he went, he was blessed. So I realize it's something I, I fight for. I also believe that I'm blessed because you can see the results of blessing on a man's life. And now we're not just talking about saying things. Now you can see it. Hallelujah. But it's a fight. It doesn't come easy. No, no, no. You must fight for the blessing. Actually, you must work hard to be blessed. We have a little book called Labor to be Blessed. We, we just brought it from uh, Joburg. Labor to be blessed. Don't labor to be rich. You can have riches. It can help you in many ways. But it's only for a short while. And then it starts to disappear, dissipate. But when you have the blessing, then those things are added with it. Hallelujah. And this morning I want to focus on one aspect of how you can get blessed. Because I believe if I can just give you what you can receive from me today, these are the things that will help you even if I'm not with you ever again. Are you with me? My, my person might be gone, but my words can remain with you forever. Fight to be blessed. Now, many years ago, I grew up in a very good church, and I often say this when I'm at huge uh, conventions where there's different churches gathering. Because I don't know why, but it looks like people discovered that I must take offerings when we, when we are many churches together. I really don't know where that came from, but maybe just because I, uh, my heart is genuine when I'm talking about money and giving, uh, that somehow the Spirit works in a wonderful way and the results are always there. People open their hearts to give. So I always make the statement that one of the things that I, I, I think my, my church that I grew up with, they taught me so many great things and I would really recommend a lot of people even to attend that church and I still have a good relationship with that church. It is how it should be. But one of the things that they never taught me is uh, very well was giving and how to give to the Lord and how to give to His work. Maybe I didn't take notice, maybe they tried. But I also think that this love for money in the world is something that has caused a lot of misunderstanding and uh, suspicion. So as soon as the pastor talks about money, then suddenly people have certain chats outside or meetings. Not, I'm talking not, not about you, but in those days, they would have gatherings around the chicken table and talk about money and, you know, because pastors are always seen as thieves. Yeah. I said the other day, I want to repeat again, Jesus Christ was crucified with thieves. He never died an honorable death. No, 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 no. They said, you, you're just like a thief. Die with the thieves. So, I'm not afraid or I'm not... I, I, I'm not offended if you classify me also as a thief because I want to be like my Lord. Are you listening? But something that I need to teach you that will really bless your life is this area of how you can get blessed by becoming a giver. Glory to God. And if you don't have it yet, don't block yourself from what I'm going to say to you today. 
because it can be the big difference in your whole life. Amen? Now, one of the things that a pastor must always ask himself before he teaches something, is, this, is the message relevant for this type of audience? Crazy men in the class, any pastor. No, my pastor no follow teach you a key. But maybe that's the reason why you're getting swap. Because you, do, you don't understand the way out of it. You don't understand the way out of it. Secondly, secondly, I saw over years, and I'm sure you can testify of it, people that didn't have much. But they always had a heart to share the little that they had with others. And, 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 and especially when you have like a good grandmother. This is common seen in grandparents. Have you noticed? Grandparents are always sharing everything with everybody. Because the grandmother has children that also has children. So the grandkids come and say, that's altijd, that's altijd good. It's nice to have a good grandmother. I think you know, I used to keep cookies over your omas, but just hexes. You must never scare the young children away if you're a grandmother. <laughs> You must, you must have. We always wanted to go to our grandmother. Maastini. Christine, my mom was Maastini. Because she gave the nicest food and she always had for everybody. But it didn't, it didn't seem like she was rich. Are you with me? And sometimes it seems that people who are givers are not rich. It's only because the constant receiving that they get through their giving, they give it out again. Do you understand? So they don't buy cars, they don't buy big houses. No, no, no. Their whole life is about being a giving, just wanting to bless people. Hallelujah. How many of you have such a grandmother that you really like to go to? Hey! I'm I told my wife the other day, you better be a nice grandmother when you become a grandmother. See, we are not yet grandparents, but they say one day, uh, it must be that the kids cry to come to us. Not cry to run away from us. Hey! Sisman! Terrible person you are. You see? And one of the great things is that when you become a giver, then that is the thing that will attract people to you all the time. Are you listening to me? And uh, because I was probably, uh, I was, what's the right word? It, it, was, it was somehow not revealed to me. My kerk het my nie goed geleer nie. I felt I can't do the same to you. Now that I know the principle, now that I practice it, now that you, jylle kan my sinnekes geseen man, kyk hoe lekker. Now, why do I want to keep it from you? Whether you understand or misunderstand, it's not the point for me. I must tell you what I must tell you. And those who receive it, oh, hallelujah, they will walk in the blessing. There are many curses working in the world today. Many. The curses of Adam, the curses of Eve, the biblical curses, the curses of Ham, the son of Noah, then there is a custom-made curse for you because of what your grandmother and your grandfather did to Uncle Susie, Auntie Susie and Uncle Piet from the Dwarings. 
hy kust jou grandfather, jy weren't even born, but hy sê, mag amal jou kindersse kinders swaker hee. I'm saying that to tell you, there are curses working. You, you, nobody can explain the world's um, happenings if you don't understand it through blessing and curses. You don't understand why certain people are always poor, why certain people are always struggling. It should, there's nothing else that can explain certain things, but there must be a curse somewhere. Are you with me? If you open your eyes wide enough, you'll see that even deaths, you'll see that in families, you see uh, the Oma died of this thing, the daughter died of it, and it looks now the child is also having it. Ah, you haven't seen it? Look long enough. Open your eyes, you see. Curses are real. Jesus Christ broke the curse of the law on the cross. He didn't break all curses. We have to fight curses. And the way to fight the curse is to bring the blessing as a direct opposite command of the curse. Deuteronomy, the Lord promised His children, you will either be blessed or you'll be cursed. If you do this, you'll be blessed. If you don't do this, you'll be cursed. And God doesn't change. Hallelujah. He's still the same. I see you being blessed people as long as you receive God's word and you practice what God tells you to do. You'll be, ble- you'll be better than blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is said sometimes when, past- when people make mistakes when it comes to this part of the ministry, blessings and curses. Sometimes you are blessed just to be with a blessed man. It's called the blessing of association. Maar ons mense, hulle is baie dom. Our people really don't think like Laban. Laban the Syrian told Jacob, Hey, Buddha, don't go from me, man. Buddha, don't go from me, man. I think he was an Indian. Because he liked in the business, man. He liked in the business. He said, no, 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 you can't go from me now, man. Because if you go, you see, the Bible says he saw that this kid had something on him. Because his cattle was thriving, the business was thriving, and every time the kid, uh, Jacob said, it's time for me to go, he said, it's just a little longer, man. You see, it's, it's not even a Jew, a, a, a Syrian. Many times others must see things that you can't see. You are right here, but you can't see. May the Lord open your eyes to see. And you often see in the Bible that it's, it's outsiders who see things that Christians can. It was Nicodemus the Pharisee. He saw Jesus a great man. And he said, you must be a man sent from God. Because no man can do the things that you do. Are you listening? So, I said it by you that you did not, you cannot fat of you, dang van you, what you do and gaan. Amen. And remember all the teachings is to transform your thinking, your thinking, your thinking, your thinking. I was just coming to the church now and I saw a guy doing press-ups on the road. You know, if you, as you come down, So I realized that everyone has their own thinking of how they're going to be fit. You see, if you read books on physical exercise, I don't know what you want to do, I don't know what you want to do. You, 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 you kind of see, they say, this, this is a waste of time, this exercise, this exercise, don't do this, don't, if you want to lose your stomach, do this, all these things. 
So I saw this guy doing a press up in a strange way. So I just said to myself, in his mind, <laughs> somebody told him, if you do it this way, you will have this result. So every person is the result of the way you think. You are what you are because it's how you think. That's why preaching and teaching, my friend, is to transform the thinking. But if you are too proud that you can't change here, you, then you already, what you have now is how you are here. Please understand. En ek praat vooral met die groot mamas en ek praat met baie respect, want jylle is groot, ek respect jylle. You see, but a lot of the, if, if, if all we say is that this is all we have, and if I look back to my father's day and my mother's day, they did many good things, but I could also see where they were limited. Are you with me? Because they did not want to change in the thinking. Hallelujah. You must be open and excited to be taught and to transform. Let this mind be in you. What mind? Ek het in my eie mind. A Philippians praat en van, let this mind be. You mean I can have another mind? Of course you can. Of course you can. But if you are proud and stubborn, you already have what you're thinking. You, 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 you are shaped by your thinking. You think short pressures will make you, will make you thin. <laughs> hey! It's wonderful how people can. It's wonderful. The older I get, I, I think like Solomon, I look across the world and I, I look at people and I wonder. I wonder a lot about people's thoughts. How you are what you are because of your thinking. That's why I love the Word of God. The Word of God is to transform our thinking. Hallelujah. And let's be transformed this morning in the area of giving. May you become a giver. And not in the way that you knew. Nie sê nee, ek ken klaar van giving. Dan moet jy jou seat afgee. Maar iemand anders wat wil iets kom leer hier so. Say, I want to be taught this morning. Lift your hands and say, I want to be taught this morning. How to be blessed. Hallelujah. Alright, alright. Now turn, turn your Bible to Luke 638. Luke 638 is a very popular portion. And this church, we are not ever going to be offended when anybody preaches on giving or talk about giving. It's one of the areas that will limit you. Amen. Glory to God. It's one of the areas that will really limit you. And I really want to see my people transform. And the best way to see them transform is to teach them. Given it shall be given unto you. Good measure. This is Jesus speaking. Who's speaking? What is he telling you to do? To give. And we are not, we're talking about giving in general. It's not just giving money to the church, blah, 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 blah. Don't, don't be like the Pharisees who wanted to crucify Jesus on the cross. I'm talking about you becoming a giver. And may from today your life start to change. May you even give something away that is precious to you. To test the preaching of Pastor Chris if giving really brings blessing. Ah, Azila still. Given it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, men shall give into your bosom. Are you with me? So God, God causes people to give to you. Men shall give into your bosom. Do you see that? 
He doesn't say, I will give to you. God is behind this whole orchestration, but He will send people across your path that will give to you. So many of you that had this dream that one day you're going to keep, a, you're going to kick a packet in the road that the 28 gangster left when the police was chasing him and it's full of money. Forget that. That's a pie in the sky. Huh? Or you think somebody will come walking over to you and say, the Lord said I must give you this 20,000 rand. Het jy al so gedink al? Bid jy al so? Ek voel is mense wat so bid dat die Heere alles so moet deedra. Or sometimes you hear of other testimonies of friends who Jeremy, how come I don't have my son? Is that what? Is that The other day I heard of people getting cars and I thought, Jeremy, like me, the devil has made that the people are by my loop. Because you often hear pastors say, no, this car, somebody just blessed me with this car, brother. Oh, it's all wrong, brother. I say, hey, Jesus. It's not that easy. No. Men shall give into your bosom. I, I, I don't know. Maybe my excitement can't show in my face how much I believe in this thing that I'm teaching you today. Yes. You know, when I met Pastor Clint's pastor, Dr. Mike Murdoch in, in Texas, I had some money that I, I preached in Boston, Massachusetts. I preached in Boston and somebody gave me a 500 US dollar. Basil will tell you, 500 US dollar is not little money. It's about seven and a half thousand rand. And uh, I was so blessed by the revelation that God gave to Mike Murdoch on giving and receiving. He's criticized for it a lot, but that's the price he has to pay. Hey, you must pay a price for Christ. But I, I, I was so thankful that he had given me that revelation. And I, and, I, and I had some bills to pay from the... I thought if I preach a few places, I could probably cover my bills. That's how we pastors work. We work by the preaching. But God laid on my heart saying, give this money to... Give this, this money. The man has a huge place. Wisdom center. You can't even walk. It's like a sunlam center. It's like a mall. Big. Really big. But I just felt in my heart, look, if you, you can save this little bit, it will vanish in no time. They cook custard donuts, they cook coffee, they cook a, a sack that they used to bring, the vrouw will sweat, the kind will grow at night. He said, as I held this up, sit it in the corner, Craig, man, and a man from God sit it in the because it will forever be working for me spiraling for me and then also that anointing and the grace that's on that man is something I want I thank God for allowing me a little bit of hardship hardship is also good so you can see what can be your portion if you stay there yeah I know hardship I, when I look at my children, I get jealous. I pray against jealousy always. I think, Like when my children had one shirt every day, a new pair of socks, not socks every day. Brother Basil, also, you name Gadra. Stan. Yeah. You name. And when your schooling is over, 
You can't still let the matrix right on your shirt. My father will smack you because it goes to the next child. When I see the lunch my wife packed for the children, I say, Yara, I drink ginger, I milk, I pop, I eat brain brood, and lunch wrap, I plastic. See, lunch boxes and good So I'm saying all that to say, I come through that. I know the other side. And then I know the side of the blessing. I rather want the blessing. You can choose the curse. I'm not choosing it. Ah, And I've learned not to, not to build castles. And I've learned not to love money. Not to labor to be rich, but rather labor to be blessed. Let me, oh, oh, yara, I see the tide got my fang. Oh, yara, Jesus. And you can, this blessing comes by giving. There are many ways to be blessed. Are you all listening to me? And I think as the weeks go on, we share different keys. To mo- this morning's key is by giving. Say giving. Yes. Giving is one of the great ways for you to be blessed. Hallelujah. And when you work hard, you, it's not that you don't go to work, you work hard, but this time you work very hard so that you can give money to support things that God touches your heart to support. Some people are touched to feed the poor, some people are touched to help others, some people are touched to build churches, some are touched to give to pastors and evangelists. And that's why God wants you to work hard so that you are laboring, you are laboring with sweat to earn money, but you're not earning that money for riches. If you earn it for riches, then all you think of is yourself, your children, your dog, your cat, you see. But when you labor to have so that you can be a giver, it's different. Praise God. Praise the Lord. And you'll have a blessed life. How many of you can look through your purse and say, where will I give this money to today? Some of you will think I'm mad the way I'm talking. I I think last week my wife always teased me, say, since when do you have money in your purse? She was laughing because they were needing something and I said, there's money in my purse because money doesn't stay long in my purse. I'm always giving to people. You wonder why I'm blessed. You wonder why people give to me. When it's a loose racket, because I'm always giving. Jesus said, if you give, it shall be given to you. Yeah. Offerings. When I, when I started to develop the mind, Pastor Charlie, that this money, is, I can't calculate like, okay, here's a hundred. I can give a ten rand for offering. I don't think like that. If there was only a hundred in my purse, I've come to the place where I said, then this is what, God, what I must give. It's how I am. And I know I'm saying, I'm talking foreign to you today. You love me when I talk foreign. But you need to get to that place where you become a, a, a spiritual, such a giver that you really believe the word of God. That that money will come back to you. I thank God I could teach it to my children. Because I thought if there's one thing I must leave them. If I die, and I will die, I don't know when. But if I die, I must leave my children with the key to be blessed. Are you with me? 
So my daughter started saying the other day, and my son, oh, they thank God they're blessed because they, they love to give. They, they feel the joy of giving. I think my daughter was telling me, she felt the joy of giving. She enjoys giving of her money to things, to projects, to people. I said, thank God you're at the right place. If I should go, this thing will carry you. This thing will carry you. Amen? Glory to God. Let's quickly run through some points. Ah, because when you, when you work to be a blessing, then nobody can say you are just working to save money for yourself. Are you with me? No one can say you are, work, uh, you are working aimlessly, but you're now working with a purpose. Say, for example, you decide you're going to help build churches uh, and God starts to bless you with lots of money. Then you have a purpose for the riches. Do you get what I'm saying? If the purpose is only for yourself, you miss the point. And don't ever think here that you already have nothing, so this message does not mean anything to you. This is, this is going to be the start of your prosperity. Is your pastor a prosperity teacher? That's a big question. The answer, you weren't here last week, I told the people what to say. If anybody asks you, is your pastor a prosperity teacher? You say, I, I'm not sure. But I know for a fact, he's not a poverty teacher. I ask you again, is your pastor a prosperity teacher? <laughs> Come on, man. You can either teach poverty or prosperity. One of the two. But I'm surely not a poverty preacher. Hallelujah. So the first level of giving is um, found. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 8, 7. If any man, as you abound in everything, in faith, utterance, see that you also abound in this grace of giving. You see? As you abound in everything, in faith, in utterance, and knowledge, and in diligence, your love to us, see that you abound in this grace also. What grace is Paul talking about? He was talking about the grace. There's a grace for giving. Do you have such a grace? May the Lord bless you with a grace to become a giver. A grace to be a giver. You see that in little children. They share everything they have. Until, until sin starts to show in their lives. Then they don't give anymore. Then they start to become selfish. Are you listening? That's why Jesus keeps warning us. Go back to become children, man. Then you share everything you have. Amen. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> number one. Labor to be a giver who is also righteous and spiritual. You can be a, a giver, but you are a thief. Many people steal money and then they give of what they stole. That's not a righteous giver. The Lord wants you to be a righteous giver. And to abound in the grace of giving. Hallelujah. Pastor Ali, when you abound in the grace of giving, it means you give repeatedly. You see, it's not that you only gave. I gave last week, I can't give again. No, you don't have the grace of giving. You give repeatedly. And you give generously. You give money. Amen. And look, this church is blessed. Whether you are a giver or not a giver, your pastor is a giver. And because God has granted me the grace to lead this church, that blessing is falling on the church. If I'm stingy, we will not have the blessings we have. 
Are you listening? And you can ask Brother Basil how many churches are struggling in this time. They can't even have services. Their doors are closed. Look here, you're sitting here all fat and rounded in COVID. And you didn't even get the 350 Sasa grant from the government. But God is still on your side. Is it true? Because you belong to a blessed church. Ah. So, you must give righteously. Malachi 3 verse 3 talks about this. That they may offer unto God an offering in righteousness. Many people don't tithe. You see? Then they want to give of what they, they tithe was belong to God and they, they when you ask for a giving you're not a righteous giver I'm, I'm teaching you about giving oh, you want to learn about giving you can give uh, 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 unrighteously or righteously unrighteous givers as, as, as scallums a gangster can look for you each Gangsters were giving pastors money to build churches some years ago. And they had pastors by the throat because the, the, that was blood money. It sold for drugs and children were killed on the streets. But now it looks like you're doing me a favor. The pastors even called the one gangster an odelum. One big gangster in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a town not far from us. He was called odelum. Because he was, he loved the church. You know, gangsters actually love the church. Somehow they know they, they miss their calling. So they will always have a, a, a touch for the pastor. But it's, it's, it's blood money, man. We don't take, we don't work with such. I'm talking about giving, but giving righteously. There's a difference. Yeah, Malachi 3 verse 3. Look, Malachi 3 verse 3. And he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. You can give an offering in unrighteousness. And all non-tithers that brings offerings with tithes is not, it's not right. I'm teaching you. I never knew these things until somebody taught me that's why I'm teaching you, my children. Receive my teaching. It marks you sometimes, but that's what teaching does. You must, must be taught right. Say, this is, what you did was not correct. It's not nice to be reprimanded. But a wise person takes a rebuke. Amen? Wise person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can give an offering to God in righteousness. And so when you are a thief, then curses work against you. Number two, you can give out of your love for God. It's another way to give. You must give out of your love for God. 1 John 3, 16. We perceive the love of God that He gave. He laid down His life for us. And we must lay down our life for the brothers. Hallelujah. You cannot say you love God without giving. You cannot say you love God without giving. And look, as quiet as you all sit here, my, uh, my, my finance director, she's not here, when she shows me books and stuff, it gives me a sign of you. It's so often, we don't often meet, but when it's the financial meeting, then she shows me books and I see who gives and what. 
I'm not that type of pastor that say, ek wil nie kyk wie gie nie, nie. Ons het so gedink aan die ouda. <laughs> ons wil nie kyk wie gie nie, want het, het affecteer ons hoe ons met mense werk. Ah, ah, ons wil kyk wie gie en wie syndag en wie skelms. Wat weet wie skelms is so. So we we want to know whose hearts are in the work, whose hearts are with me, because there's nothing truer to show your commitment than your money. Oh yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. Is an English saying. Put your money. Say prad bayena, but say kiranex. You can't say you love God, but you're not a giver. This is according to one John three sixteen. You can't say you love God. Because love is the basis for your giving. He loved the world that he gave. So why do we give? We are driven by the love for God. Amen. That's why, that's why there's, a, there's a scripture that warns you that many of us won't go to heaven. Because when the poor came to knock at our gate, the man was in prison. It, that thing has to do with giving love. Are you with me? Have you given food out of love? Have you given clothes to those who were naked? He said, when I was naked, you never clothed me. When I was hungry, you never fed me. So God wants you to love people. And when you love people, then giving becomes natural to you. You, want to, you, you can't love someone without giving something to someone. Are you with me? Yeah, it's very important. What I'm teaching you today is very, very important. And young children also, don't think your mother has the money. You don't have to be a giver. That's even wrong thinking. You're like the person doing press-ups on the side of the road. Don't say, I don't earn money yet so I can't be a giver. Mistake. Whatever God gives you can be a tool and a resource you can use to give to others. Are you listening to me? Giving. To be a blessing. Hallelujah. May the Lord open this thing. As your oma's skelle maniere in jou is. Ek bestraf wat we dag in die naam van die Heere. As die seinige maniere van jou opa in jou is. Ek breek dit in die naam van Jesus. I break all this. It's, it's, it's called. Uh, hoe sê mense het vir het in Engels? Sy seinig. You selfish. Selfishness is wickedness. Many people are only concerned about themselves. They don't think of others. It's only me, my, and whatever is concerning me. No, you'll be givers. Hallelujah. 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 Labor to give out of your respect for God. That's number three. Labor to give out of your respect for God. Malachi 1.6. Malachi 1.6. You must respect God. He says, if I be your father, where is my honor? Don't bring brunsig uh, animals to me. Don't bring scaby animals to me. If I, if I am your father, where is my honor? You must show respect by honor. Amen. If I be a master, where is my fear? Number four, I won't, I won't linger long because I have just five minutes to go. Labor to, be, to give according to your level of prosperity. Now everybody can't give the same amounts of money. That we understand. A person with a 10 rand might only be able to give something small. But a person with a 100 rand can give better. And let me tell you something. Don't think that as people prosper, 
that suddenly they will give more. No, we've actually come to learn that the more people prosper, the more the enemy and selfishness comes upon them, then they actually give less than the poorer people. And some of you that never had jobs, you never had anything. Oh, now you know that you have a taxi gevat. Now you have a currency. You have something. You have no more for the years of work as what you have given to you. You have nothing. You have to talk to you, man. Look for me. Yeah. And I'm teaching you as my children. This is the stuff I will tell my child. My son, when you prosper, don't now start now to give less. That's why tithing is so wonderful, Pastor Charlie, because it's a percentage of what you earn. It's not like everybody's not sold. You must amalo on that run. The year is actually ten percent from what they get. It's not a ten run, it's a hit, it's not a run. It's just a sign of you give according to the level of your prosperity. Now that's the test, isn't it, Pastor Charlie? Because you can say. It's not, if I have a hundred rand, I'll give a ten rand. It, it might not hurt you. Listen quickly to me. But the day God promotes you to ten thousand rand, to give a thousand rand, it starts to become a, 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 a challenge. You can ask Pastor Charlie. That's why we have tithers that, that we have a few tithers in the church that can give more than a hundred people together. Because they've broken the back of that demon that says, I... Uh, uh, one brother said to a pastor, "If must I tithe? You know, if uh, how much I earn? You know how much I earn? If I must tithe, you know how much I must give? That's the level of a wicked thinker. Do you understand? He says, Do you know how much I earn? Do you know how much my tithe would be if I must give this every month away? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to help you." May this be a, a, the teaching that will make you prosper very greatly. May, may I receive a phone call from you one day and say, Pastor, meet me at, uh, where? What's a nice restaurant? The good is so cheap, yes. Pastor, okay, meet me at McDonald's. Because from there I want to show you where the restaurant is that I must take you. I can't say much because this Facebook is watching me. But our church, I've told, I told my pastors, my senior group, let's never be selfish. Sometimes we have to have meetings here yeah, and people always uh, in the debate, where must be the meeting? Because every time you have a meeting, it costs money. You need to buy uh, refreshments for people. I've told them, let's never have that mind that we're giving money away. We are giving to be blessed. And every time I can bless a man of God, it's another way to be blessed. It's something we've taught you very well. But strangely enough, if I look at the record books, I don't see you listen to me. No, yeah, the way your eyes look, because I can't see your face. I see your eyes. You really look sincere. My, your, 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 the record. The record, why is it sincere? The book. In heaven there will be books open. Then they will check. I do not know all the check, know all the book. Come on. I check. Is the man, is the woman with me? If I pray to buy her, say, Sam with me. Is she with me? And I'm not looking at, did she give me a 10,000? No, 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 no. 
the level of your prosperity. Did you give on your level? She could only give a rent, but that's the best she could do. But the fact that she gave something tells me something. The fact that she gave nothing also tells me something. I'm teaching about giving. Oh, hallelujah. I love the teaching. As you labor to give, you must grow in giving until you give according to the level of your prosperity. Do you know the amounts of money people earn? It will be shocking. That's why we don't like to talk figures. Politicians earn big money. What you earn in a year, they earn in a month. I'm even, I'm even exaggerating. I can't tell you how much people earn. You won't, you won't believe. Uh, uh, some of Pastor Charlie's bosses earn 150000 per month. Per month. He can tell you the truth. Per month. He works for Eskom. Kwaruki. Basil, per month. 150000 per month. That's the level of prosperity. How many of you would like to earn that money? Come now, let's be honest. I mean, we all no. now my question is when God takes you there that means you must give 15,000 to the church every month will you? can you? you see you can't give to the level of your prosperity you can't give that's why God doesn't interested in bringing you to that place say shall swag shall swag Oh my God. Give cheerfully. Number five, give cheerfully. Don't, don't. If you give with a seer rather keep it. Rather, rather. When we're taking offerings, when we're doing, pro I do many projects. I told my wife yesterday, the people don't know that a lot of the stuff I do in the garden and they can see the garden is looking nice. It costs me money. A lot of stuff we get as donations, but other stuff like buying uh, compost and, and even cleaning, it costs me money. So I said, I wonder what I can do to also get. So I, I, I just told them, maybe if people have more open hearts to, to understand that they must continually give. Maybe become a member or garden access or something. But give it to next kidney. That will say selfies go fat. Tick, 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 tick. Say, but all of us are here time for a selfie. But they say, this is a good thing. You get it? So give cheerfully. If you, if you don't want to, don't, don't give if you don't want to give cheerfully. Very, very important. And then give sacrificially. That's the last one. The cheerful giving scripture, 2 Corinthians 9, 7. God loves a cheerful giver. Labor to give sacrificially. Do not be slothful. Hebrews 6, 12. But followers of them who through faith and patience. They inherited the promises. You must labor to make a sacrifice for God. And you'll see the rich people in the Bible is Abraham, David, Solomon, Job, Isaac. All these people pay the price. You, you, it, uh, these things don't come cheap. They had to, Abraham gave his son. I'm talking about giving. All these blessed people that the Bible says had so much prosperity, they, they, you'll see the common thread through all of their lives, they gave something. 
Job, David loved the house of God so much. He gave his time, his energy, his money, everything. He gave something. He's recorded as the man of the God's heart. Solomon, the richest man who ever lived, he gave, gave, gave. Abraham, Isaac. Isaac sowed in the land of famine. He obeyed God. When God said, stay here, I will bless you here. He obeyed God. He paid. Others ran where there was luxury. He said, I'm going to stay right here because of the world. Every blessing comes through a sacrifice. So when you see a man of God doing well, you must, you must ask, what did he sacrifice? What did he sacrifice? Then the Bible says, follow them who through faith and patience inherited the promises. Are you with me? For me to have come here, and I'm sure when our building goes up soon, we, we, you will understand the message better. That there was a price I had to pay for this. As a price I had to pay. It's coming soon. It's coming. It's on its way. It's on its way. You see the price. Now you must copy. You see, you must copy and say, I also want to be blessed like pastor. I'm not going to stay where I am. God is going to bless me. May you become givers, all of you. I'm, I'm finished. Zacchaeus is recorded because after he was a thief, he changed his heart and mind and he gave back to the people he stole. He didn't think, if I give, I'm going to have less. The Bible says he gave four times back to all the people he stole. Say giving. Say giving. But God must touch your heart, you see. You, you, you can't. It, it must be. I've given you the knowledge. I've given you the information. Now the Lord must touch your heart. People knocking at your door, looking for food. All these are instances for you to learn to become a giver. Yeah? And when the Lord sees that you are a good giver, He will give you more because He gives seed to the sower. Ek wacht man, ek wacht vir die phone call wat sy my gaat gee. Pastor, kom ons gaat het een lekker breakfast. Want sy kry so swa. Sy het nog nie raar gekom nie. Is dit waar? Jylle kan maar vir my kwaad kyk. Ek lach vir jylle uit man. Ek lach vir jylle uit. Jylle my nog nooit gesê pastor. Ek en my man wil vir pastor. En pastor is een vrou vat vir een brek. Ek praat my net van prosperity. I don't need food. I have a lot of food. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that when you're going to get to this level where you can actually bless a man of God. Now, when I gave to Mike Murdoch, I had to give. You see? I can't give if I didn't have. I had to give. I gave to Papa Lafoy. I gave to Bishop Dag. I give. I, I can give because by my giving, God is blessing me. So I have to give. And because I even give, more is coming to me. Luke 638 again. Give. And it shall come back to you. It shall come back to you. Now, with our big project coming, so many things. I said when we started, God has not made me buy a church with a bond money of 5 million. He, he gave me this land because it was going to be a test for the people and not just a test it was going to be an opportunity for people to do something where it can trigger the blessing of God to come to them I'm telling you I'm telling you 
So he said, no, but we gave last month. No, God loves a cheerful giver who gives repetitively and gives with a good heart. You can't, you can't outgive God. You can't outgive God. Basil, you know that old song that um, the opera singers used to sing, I, He giveth and giveth and giveth. You know, His love has no limit. His love has no limit, His grace has no measure. We had a, uh, somebody used to sing that for us at Benjamin Wilson's church years ago. And then it, it comes to the part where it says, you see, he giveth and giveth and giveth again. <laughs> I don't know if you know that words. Do you know that words? I, I've lost some. Yeah. He says, his grace has no measure. His grace has no measure. His power has no boundaries known unto men. And out of his infinite riches in Jesus, he giveth and giveth and giveth again. Continuously. Try, try, try to get that key B because as you sing, I'll, I'll, I'll go and Pastor Charlie can end. His love has no limit. Oh, yeah. I'll give you the words while you sing. I'm finished preaching. Do you enjoy my message? I'm teaching you to become givers. That's all I'm doing. Do you still love me? Or do you hate me? If you don't take me to McDonald's, then I'm going to take you. His grace has no measure. His power has no boundaries known unto men. And and out of his infinite riches, riches in Jesus, he giveth and he giveth and he giveth. That's a tune. His love has no limit, his grace has no measure, his power has no boundaries. Known unto men, but out of his infinite riches, in Jesus he giveth, and he giveth, and he giveth. Yeah. Lift your hand, sing it again. His love has no limit. His grace has no measure. His power has no boundaries known unto men. Oh, but out of His infinite riches, Jesus Give. Yeah.